Okay, I don't think there is a better halacha to be learning at this point of time in our lives than the incredible halacha of kibbutz of Aim. It's just, you know, we've kind of been locked in our houses together with our parents 24-7. There is no getting out of it, right? There's no, I'm running here, I'm running there. All right, the occasional time you have to go places, I hear, but generally speaking, we can be mikhaim this mitzvah 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. But I want to give you a little bit of a hakdoma. I do believe, and I mentioned this to you yesterday, I don't know if there's another halacha that is like this, that we find the most incredible mamori chazal about what's going on behind the scenes in this incredible, incredible mitzvah. And that's why I wanted to dedicate today as an introduction, because as you know me by now, whenever we discuss our halacha, and I want to welcome all those that are joining us right now, you guys are great. Up early in the morning, in the American hours at least, joining us, listening to Share Live. It's Baruch Hashem, it's great to see all of you. It's really great, I'd love to see you live. But this is all we've got for the moment, so... We'll do the best that we possibly can. But I really want to, I, I want to use the opportunity, and I was learning it with Daniel for the last few uh, weeks, even we've been learning a little bit of the Nyonim of Kibber of Aim. And it hit me at one point, like, this is so Nagea. Like, this is us right now. We're all at home with our parents, you know, and this is what we're doing all day long. Do we know what to do? Do we know how to become the mitzvahs? You know, the Chazanish. Somebody came to the Chazanish, it was uh, towards Ben Azmanim, it was coming towards Ben Azmanim, and he said, Rabbi, I'm going home, I'm going to go back to my parents, give me some advice. What should I do? You know, it's often a very, very uh, Nogea situation, we'll discuss that in many different situations, but he said, what do I do? I'm going home, give me some advice before I go, Ben Azmanim, back to my home, back to, you know, different schedule. And the Chazanish said to him, I've got one piece of advice for you. Open up a Yeridea Simon Reish Mem and learn Hilchas Kibbut Avraim. How can you possibly go home, go back to your parents and not know the halachas of what to do? I mean, what happens? I'll just give you a couple of examples, right? What happens if your mother asks you for a cup of water and at the same time your father asks you for a cup of water? What, what do you do then? Who do you listen to? What happens... And this is a real Shaila. I see he's not on yet, but I think he'll join us soon. Yeah, somebody, uh, somebody asked me this Shaila. One of the Choshva Bachman. He wanted to... Um, he, he, basically, the Shaila is like this. Uh, he's not on, so hopefully he... Oh, maybe he'll hear it later on to any time. So, basically, the Shaila was that his father has a Rav, a, um, a very Choshva Rav, and that's the family Rav. That's the family Rabbi. He asks his shilas either to his uh, to, to a rosh shiv in America or either to me. So he wants to know when there's a conflict, who does he pick? What happens if his father says, "Well, listen, the family rob paskins that it's asa," but he says, "Well, but I asked my rebbe, I asked my rosh shiva, I asked my rob, whatever it is," and he told me it's fine. What do I do now? Oh, there's so many different situations of things. Do you have to look for situations to serve your father or your mother, or only if they ask you? When, when are you putter? When do I have to say that kibber of aim? I don't need to do it. Thank you very much. Great advice, mum and dad, but not right now. It's not for me. I don't need to listen to you. At what stage is Nagev Shiduchim? Right? I've had to deal, for example, with sometimes with a conflict between a parent and and a child, about, is it a good shidduch, is it not a good shidduch, do we listen, do we not listen, and the, you know, the parent on one hand says, no, this is not a good shidduch for my son, this is not a good shidduch for my daughter, and the son or the daughter are saying, well, I'm sorry to tell you, mom and dad, I think it's a great shidduch, 
you know, I, I think this is going to really, really work. What do you do in such a case? What do you do in a situation where you think you're right, you want to stay another couple of months in yeshiva, and your parents are like, I think it's the time, you have to go back, you have to go, go to college, go to university, go to work, whatever it might be. What do you do? Right? What do you do in such a situation? What do you do in many situations where your parents ask you, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to give them what they ask for, whatever it may be? What about a simple conversation with your parents? You know, people don't realize that the smallest conversation with one of your parents, you could be over on so many Isura Dorises with one conversation. It's incredible. You know, but I'm not going to go through all the different Shailas. We have got a lot to go through. As you know, we're learning the Sugas of the Gemara as well, which is even more exciting. So not only are we learning the Pesach Halacha, but we're learning the Makoris. We're learning where it all comes from. But I want to dedicate today, as I mentioned to you, as a Hakdoma. I want to understand, what is this mitzvah all about? When does it apply? And, you know, how, how bad is it? Is it really as bad as they make it out to be? So I want to read you, and I'm going to, I'm going to quote from many, many places. I will try and give you the Marmachomis. I know some, I see some of you guys, Baruch Hashem, I've got notepads and pens. You're there, ready to write down all the different Marmachomis. It's great, Baruch Hashem, you guys are amazing. Wow. This is, this is, this is technology, you see? You can see exactly what's going on. Uh, Baruch Hashem. So I'm going to give you a lot of different Marmachimus with a lot of different sort of ideas from different places and I want you just to digest this mitzvah. Okay? Because I'm not going to go to any halachas today. Tomorrow we'll discuss the halachas and we'll go through exactly how it applies. But I really want to go into the idea of exactly where does this come from and how Chomer is. So for we'll start with the Gemarian Kedushin. The Gemarian Kedushin, the Flamen on the base, we'll get to it soon, brings like this. Tone Rabbonon. There are three partners of a person. There are three partners that made every single one of you. We were all created with three partners. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Oviv, V'imoy. Says the Gemara, Bizman Sha'odom Mechabedes Oviv. There's Imoy. If you're being Mechabed, your parents... Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi said, listen carefully to the words. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem says, Mala ani alehem ki ilu darti b'neim chabduni. You served me. Can you imagine? Can you, you know, think for a moment about, you know, everyone's busy with the song, Thank You Hashem, which is Kavaldic. But think about all the wonderful things that the Rabbanishim does for us and keeps on doing and always did for us. It's incredible. If you would have the opportunity to serve the Rabbi Shalom for five minutes. Can you imagine? Hashem is going to come into your home for five minutes and you can serve Him. You can machabed Him. You can respect Him. Everything. What would you do? You would prepare the moment. It would be an incredible situation. What an opportunity I have, right? Says the Gemara, every time you will machabed your parents, and again, we'll have to understand on a halachic, you know, point of view, what does it mean to machabed your parents? What does it mean to respect your parents? We'll have to understand if things have changed from the Zman of the Shulchan Aruch, Bizman Hazer, you know, things are different. And we'll see different Lashonis as we'll see Be'ez HaShem from some of the Rishonim already. So again, the Gemara clearly tells us that when we machabed our parents, it's Rabbi Shalom says, you have been machabed me. Harei Mufurish. Says the Gemara, Laman Aleph, Oman Aleph. And again, I'm just skimming through it. We'll talk about it when we get to the Gemara Be'in properly. Tony Chadu Kemedu Rav Nachman. Bizman Sha'odum Mitzaris Ovevis Imo Chas V'Sholem. If a person says something or does something, that's Mitzar, one of his parents. His parents, you know, are very upset by what he just said. Omar HaKadosh Baruch You want to know what's going on right now in Shomayim? Can you imagine? This Chazal, the Gemara, is telling us what's happening in Shomayim. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Yafa Sisi, I did well. Shalai Dauti Beneim. 
that I did not live amongst you, you would have mitzar me. Says the Rabbi Nishan, I'm not with you. I'm not with you. So if you want a scholar to remove the Rabbi Nishan from your homes, this is it. Simple as this. You just basically, you know, mitzar your parents, chas v'shalom, we should never do this, but that's what it means. When you mitzar your parents, the Rabbi Nishan feels the tsar. Because he was also a shutav to create you. And therefore, just like your father and your mother are a shutvim, they're partners, the Rabbi Shalom is the other third. And if you mitzar one, you mitzar all of them. It's almost like, you know, again, havdal elef, alfayavdolos, a million, million differences. If you can imagine, you know, a product just comes out and there are three partners in the business. Three partners worked for years and years to develop this product, to market it, to think about it. To, it was incredible. And now they've come out with it. And you go over to one of the partners and you say, this is, this is terrible. I mean, who thought of this? Have you insulted one or you insulted all of the partners? Obviously, you've said it to one. But all of the other partners, who may not be present at that moment, basically feel the tsar because you bothered them. That's what's going on, says the Gemara. An incredible, incredible insight into what's going on over here. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna. Rabbeinu Yoyna. It's like a Valdegar Rabbeinu Yoyna. And he gerets And he writes at the end of Drash Gimel. He says that if a person wants, I'll, I'll just quote it in English. If a person wants the Machabed Rabbeinu Shalaylam. What does he do? He wants to pay back the Rabbani Shalom for something that the Rabbani Shalom did for us? Mechabad your parents. Umimela shemekabas ka ki'ilu kibedes hakadosh baruch says Rabbeinu Yoyner Arishan. That's how it is. Vaha'olam loinivra ela. These are big words, Rabbi Sam. I'm quoting your words of Arishan, and as we know, we are medayik in every word that Arishan ever says. Rabbeinu Yoyner says vaha'olam loinivra ela lechabad boy es hakadosh baruch The entire world was created. For us, human beings, to machabed the Rabbi Nishlonim. How do we do it? Says Rabbi Nishlonim, simple. Machabed your parents. Now, it's not so simple, obviously, but, you know, again, we'll talk about it, la halacha, exactly how to deal with it. There's Yerushalmi. At the beginning of Masechta's Peah, and Yerushalmi says, he calls the mitzvah of kibbed of aim chamura mina chamurais. It's the most stringent of the stringent. That means all the stringent mitzvahs, whatever they may be, this is the most. So this is basically the, the top end of all the stringent mitzvahs. The Shulchan Aruch, and we'll get to that, Be'ez HaShem, but I just want to quote it to you now, in Yeridei Simon Reish Mem, which is basically all the, all the halachas over here, it's one simon, and it goes through all the different halachas. He says like this, Loshna of Shulchan Aruch, Tzorich Lezayeh Ma'oid, Bekivud Ovid V'imoy Ubermoyram. And says, it's very interesting, you don't find this lotion of ma'oid. You find sometimes by ribis, for example, and another place as well, ma'oid, ma'oid, by women, and other things, and Ebenezer, Simon, Chafalov. But Al-Koponim, generally, we don't find this business of being very careful. Over here, the Shulchanag says, be very, very careful. Says the Yalkut Me'am lawyers and Parshas Yisroi Oiz Tof Mem, Tof Reish Mem Vov. He gedoyla mitzvahs kibbed ovehim. Ve'en gedoyla memenu ela. What is the one mitzvah? That is bigger and more choshev than kibbutz avim. The one mitzvah. You probably guessed it, right? Talmud Torah. Very good, Yitzi. Talmud Torah. That's exactly right. The mitzvah of Talmud Torah is the only mitzvah which we know that mitzvah of Talmud Torah is connected kol tariag mitzvahs. So if the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is basically equal to all 613 mitzvahs, the next level under that is kibbutz avim. That's incredible. That's an. That's really. That's that's really incredible. At least I'm. You know. I think this is unbelievable. Um. This is Sefer Karen David. 
Kemen Ledovin, Parashas Yisrael, it brings down, there's also a Mesha Chachma, by the way, in Parashas Yisrael, which obviously is going on the Aseris Adibros, which, by the way, does sort of give us a little bit of a hint with how big this mitzvah is. It's one of the Aseris Adibros, right? Not every mitzvah is written Mufurish in the Aseris Adibros, but this one is. So it's a very serious one. And he writes down that the Kemen Ledovin and the Mesha Chachma, that the mitzvah of Kibbutz of Aim is the Yisoid Ha'emunah, the whole had Torah Mesura Yedei Mesura Sa'ovis Ish Mepi Ish Ad Moshe Rabbeinu. In other words, when we mechabed our parents, we are being mechazik the Indian that our parents got it from their parents, who got it from their parents, who got it from their parents, add a couple of them, and eventually you meet, meet, reach Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai. So when you mechabed your parents, you're being mechazik this idea of a Mesura and Kladi Shol, which is also incredible. I want to tell you also an amazing Losha. We'll get into more. There's, there's, there's a lot more, by the way. I'm just getting started, by the way. I'm just getting started on the schar, and we'll talk about the Oynish as well. But just to give you an idea, there's a um, one of my very favorites from the Yisoid V'Shoyosh Va'avoida. Where's Aaron Friedman? The Yisoid V'Shoyosh Va'avoida in Shavu Perik Base says an amazing thing. He brings down that there's a Chiv Godel. That means in English there is an absolute obligation, a big obligation. Leois Baki B'Shulchan Oruch Oruch Right? This, come on, everyone knows this. You've got to be a buck in all of Horechaim. How do you wake up in the morning if you don't know Hilchas Natalis Adayim? How do you daven if you don't know Hilchas Tefillah? How do you make a bracha and eat something if you don't know Hilchas Brachas? How do you keep Shabbos? How do you, the list goes on, right? So, Baruch Hashem, you guys are great. You're in Yeshiva where we try to emphasize a bit of Alocha and we try every day to do Alocha and that's why Be'ez Hashem, we're on our way to become a buck. Maybe we're not there yet, but we're on our way. But it's interesting to note that he served the Shosh Ravoda writes, he says, Orachim. And then he says, V'oid kama lochas m'shulchan oruch yoridea, which is the other chilek of shulchan oruch. And he mentions one of them as an example. V'hilchus kibbed ovaim. V'rabboi. Agav, you rebbe as well. But he says, kibbed ovaim is one of those things that a person has to be a bucky and you really have to know. It's, it's a real serious thing. I'll give you a couple more ideas. Right? As I said, I've got, I've got a long list over here. I've got a, a, a tremendous amount of papers over here. We'll try to get through all of them. Is Hashem. Okay. This is Gavaldi. There's a Rambam. Okay? The Rambam in Hilchus Mamor and Peg Vav Alocha Aleph. Look it up. It's incredible. He says, Vihimitsus Asei Gudoila. Very, again, a rare Loshan in the Rambam. For those of you that I'm sure are Bikim and Rambam, were like, of course, the Rambam doesn't say that very often. The Rambam says it's a mitzvah. But when it comes to this mitzvah, the Rambam says, oh, here's the mitzvah, say Gedoyla. This is a very, very serious mitzvah. I'll tell you a Loshan of the Tonad Dvelio. Tonad Dvelio, I don't know if you, I have the, I have the safer right over here. I'm not going to bring it out right now. It's a collection of essays. Many of them were written by Elio Hanovi. Okay, so just in case you want to know the author of the, the editor of the Sefer, of Tonit Velio, he writes like this. I'm going to quote, V'chol ha-mavakish yomim v'shonim v'oyshe v'kovoid v'chayim aruchim ba'oylem hazeh ol'oylem avo. You know what that means? That means if a person wants an incredible life, long life, a happy life, a rich life, long, in this world and in the next world, what does he do? Chaim she'em lahem soif, a life that has no end, v'keit v'tachlis, yase es rotzen oviv v'imoy. Rabbi Isai, that's a direct instruction from Elio Hanovi. You do your parents' rotzen, you will have, again, yomim v'shonim v'oyshe v'chovid, chaim aruchim v'oylem azeb v'oylem abor, chaim she'em lahem soif v'keit v'tachlis. That's a pretty good bracha, Rabbi Isai. Straight from Elio Hanovi. You do the rotzen of your parents, that's an incredible thing. That's unbelievable, un- unbelievable thing. There is a Yerushalmi, 
Incredible, you shall me. It's in Peya, Perik Aleph Alocha Zayin, for those of you that are writing notes. He brings like this, Tona Rib Shimon Bayochai, for all of you that are not going to be Zaycha, this Lag to be by the Heilige Rib Shimon, and Davin by the Heilige Keva of the Rib Shimon Meiron, at least understand something that the Heilige Rib Shimon said. Tona Rib Shimon Bayochai, Godel kibbed of our aim, shehidufu akadosh baruchu yaisim echvaydai. This is I, 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 I'm only saying this because I'm quoting the Yerushalmi, who's quoting a Zoya Kaddish. That the Rabbeinu Shalom prefers that you respect your parents more than you respect him. That's 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 pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. And he brings a riot from the Pasuk, Kabbalah Savicha, Beisimecha, and then it says after Kabbalah Hashem Mahoncha, and it says how do you how do you machabed the Rabbeinu Shalom? With everything, and it says that they're feeding them and everything else. Anyway, the Rishami over there brings a right. There's a Murtaki Yaris Tvash. Yaris Tvash, oh boy, say. Rebionis and Ibishitz. Chalik base, Drash base. Incredible. He brings down. Uh, where am I? Uh, he brings down, he says also it's a Radak, by the way, in Shoftim Perek Vov Yud Aleph, right? Daniel, I think you did this uh, Shoftim in the morning before Shachris. So in Shoftim there's a Radak that says the same thing that brings a Medrash that says an incredible thing. Because, and I'm going to quote you this in a minute as well, uh, and that is that when you machabed your parents, you're actually bringing the Geula. So if you want a hand in bringing the Geula and bringing Mashiach, this is where it comes from. How do I know this? Because, as I told you, the Yaris Tvash, Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, plus the Radak in Shoftin brings a Medrash that says when the Malach met Gidon, and I'm sure we're all familiar with it, this episode, come on, it's Nach, right? Because every Yeshiva Bochan knows Nach, right? Um, and he says like this, he said to him, it's Roy that you would have brought the Geula to Klal Yisrael. Why? And again, this is a Medrash talking, because you're Makan Kibbut of Aim. So we see again from here, from the Yaris Tvash, and he brings again this Radak, that if a person is, is Makai in the midst of Kibbut of Aim, he's actually being Makai of the, uh, the Geula, which is tremendous. The Menorah, Samar, Dafyud Gimel also brought down, it's also much more this way in the Gemara, Be'etzem, and Kedushin, Laman, and base. You're bringing the Shechina to your home. Now this is what we mentioned in the beginning. We said that if a person with Sarah's parents, the Shechina leaves. That means if you're Mechabit, your parents, the Shechina comes down. So if you want... The Rabbi to live in your homes. Baruch Hashem, we're in our homes for a long time now. Right? Hopefully it will be ending very soon, but we've been in our homes for a long time. But we want the Shechina to be with us. Everybody wants the Shechina in their homes. Everybody wants the Shechina to be together with them, with their parents and everything together. Says Chazal, this is it. You mechabed your parents are bringing the Shechina into your home. Not only that, Rabbi Yisai, there's a Medrash Tanchum and Parshas Kedoshim that says if you mechabed your parents, great school of good kids, or you, you, this, you'll have amazing children. Lebonim, Yeshorim, Vitzadikim. Okay, you want good kids. We're living in 2020, Rabbi Say. It's very hard. Right? It's hard. You know, I look at my, you know, I, I'm not that old, but I look at my kids and I see, my gosh, you know, where they've come from, where I was when I was a kid. And can you imagine with their parents? And it, it, it's just not normal what's going on in the world. We all want good children. How do we do it? So here it is. Medrash is telling us if you mechabed your parents, I mean this is double portion anyway, it's a double portion. If you mechabed your parents, your children will see that and they'll see how you react to your parents and they will very much mirror that how it goes over there. But there's another thing as well. I told you I'm, not, I'm nowhere near finished. I'm only still getting started with this mitzvah of Kibbut Aim. When I told you it's a serious mitzvah, I didn't mean there's a couple of nice rewards like Avich HaSyomen at the Torah says. There's a lot more going on. So I'll tell you as well, there's a um, Reb Chaim Pelagia as a Sefer to Chochas Chaim. You're probably familiar with it. So if you look in Parshas Tolois, so he says over there, if you don't want Ayin Hora, 
Look, make sure you look after your parents. Not only that, there's a ton of Develio again. That says, you will never do an Avera. It's an unbelievable thing. Yeah, it's just what's going on over here. It's incredible. It's just totally incredible what's going on over here. And the Medrash Talpia brings that Midah, Keneged Midah, because you and your parents, the Rabbani Shalom, give you children that are Mechabed you, which is tremendous. Also in Gavaldic. However, however, if a person, Rachman al-Itzlan, does not Mechabed their parents, and he doesn't do what they need, he mitzar them, it's an even worse type of thing, then you can imagine if the schar of Kibar of Aim is so great, then it means that the uh, the punishment for not being mechabed your parents also is terrible. And Chadal, I don't want to spell this out too much, but uh, Rashi already brings from a mechilta, and there's a sefer chasidim, some shin membeis that brings down already that you can't imagine the the the, 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 the terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible punishment of someone that's someone that's not mechabed his parents in the proper way. What's going to await him in this world and the next world and with his children and with his muzzle and everything? It's 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 really 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 bad. Not only that, there's a very interesting lotion in the riff in the both the riff and the rosh in the eighth parak of Yuma that say these are one of the things that's ma'akiv is a tshuva. In other words, we always want to do tshuva. We want to become better people. We sometimes realize, oy vavoy, what's going to be? Shemi rachim. It's coming a time we have to do tshuva. Says the Rosh, says the Rif, this is something that could be ma'akiv es ha tshuva, which is an incredible, incredible thing. I do want to tell you as well, there's a Merodiki Yaris Dvash. Um, the Yaris Dvash writes, now, I, I don't remember the year. I don't remember. It, it's, it's gone from my head right now, but we're talking a long time ago. The Yaris Dvash was a long time ago. Listen to what he writes then. He says, We got to the generation and the situation where parents have to act with covered to their children because they're scared of their own children. Wow, what, 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 what a novi that is. You look in the world nowadays, parents are scared of their children. And that's even more why we have to learn these halachas and we have to machazik ourselves in these halachas, not just because we're stuck at home with our parents, but because there's, um, there's so much going on within this mitzvah that it's just passionate and unbelievable thing. And, and it goes more than that as well. That the Shinnah Rebbe once said this, that, you know, and it applies to many things as well. It's like Asha Yotze, you know, how much is that Asha Yotze worth? You know, when we come out the bathroom, we say Asha Yotze. No, I don't know. No, again, I'm not, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but for many people. Rasha Enkein, you've got that mitzvah of, of, of matzah on Seder night. Ah, a beautiful, matzah, how beautiful it is. Hanukkah only happens once a year, right? When it comes to our parents, you know, we're living with our parents the whole time. And anyone you normally live with, it's much, much harder to take it more seriously. It's much, much harder to machabin all the time because you become rogel with them. And that's why, in a way, it requires even more chizik than anything else. And the way the Yisrael V'Sharish V'Avoidah writes, the Yisrael V'Sharish V'Avoidah is a Talmud of the Vilna Goin. One of the Ikat Talmudim of the Vilna Goin says that we have to dedicate time in our day to learn Hilchus Kibbid Aim. There's no way you could... It's like the Hobbit's Chaim says in the beginning in the Akdom of Chedek Gimel, in Orchaim. What does he say? He says that there's no way that you can keep Shabbos without knowing the halachas. It's just not going to happen. There's no way. It's physically not going to happen. So it's the same thing, says the Yaretz Vas. If you don't know Hilchos Kibar of Aim, not just how Homer it is, but you don't know everything that goes on, there's no way that you can do it in, in, in a way, because you have no idea how to keep it. Okay. Rabbi Sai, let's go a little bit further. There's a Merdika Maral 
the Maral writes in Guare, he says that the mitzvah of Kibbutz is a mitzvah sichlis. Mitzvah sichlis means it's poshit in your brain. Any normal person understands that you have to have hakoras hatoiv for your parents. I mean, even the Goyim know this, right? Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, once a year you send the card, yaitza. I'm yaitza Kibbutz of aim of a Goyisha world. But in our world, we obviously take it much more seriously. The Chai Odom says a very scary thing. I'll tell you the Russian of the Chai Odom. The Chai Odom says an amazing thing. Says the Chai Odom, um, I want to tell you where it is. It's an ice base. He says that a person that says, what do I owe to my parents? I don't owe them anything. Right? You basically have the attitude of an ungrateful person. Says the Chai Odom, I think this is also a similar lotion in the Chinuch. You will eventually come to say that about the Rabbi Nishalolam. And that is very much how the Chinuch learns Pshat in this mitzvah. The Sefer Chinuch says that the Hakoras HaToiv we have to our parents is a way of having Hakoras HaToiv to the Rabbi Nishalolam. So therefore, if we don't have the correct Hakoras HaToiv to our parents, then eventually we'll get to the stage we'll have zero HaKoras HaToiv to the Rabbi Nishalolam. And that's a very, very scary thing to say. It's a very, very scary thing. Every child has the opportunity to actually cause tremendous bracha in his home. And it's up to you guys. It really is up to you guys. Every single one of you, Baruch Hashem, have parents, and your parents are at home, and you're living with them, and you're interacting with them. You really have an opportunity to change things. You know, what's the connection? The Torah tells us, as we know, you get a long life. So, although I found this in many places, but one place I found it before, is Yerbeisachayin Zanafal, the Rav of Yishalayim, once explained, and he quoted many places, that, you know, when we machabed our parents, it sometimes takes time. And it does. It does take time to actually sometimes machabed You have to be busy getting them drinks, making them food, getting clothing for them, running around, getting groceries, all sorts of things. It takes time, right? But I want to learn. I want, I've got other things to do. Says Rabbi Yisrael Zonathan, the Torah is telling you that if you are properly going to Mekai in the midst of Kibbut of Aim, you will get back that time. That time is on the Rabbi Nishram's Cheshman. You'll get it all back. You know, there's a Murdoch, a Medrash. The Medrash says that Esther, as we know, had no parents and she cried every day. Why? Because she had no parents? The Medrash says no. She cried because she wasn't able to Mekayim the mitzvah of Kibbut of Aim, the Zoya Kodesh, Rabbi Sai. There's an unbelievable Zoya Kodesh that tells us that we know that Esau, Esau was an unbelievable Baki in Kibbut of Aim. So much so that says the Zoya, because Esau did this, he allowed the Golas to happen, which is an incredible thing, which means that if Esau caused the Golas to happen because he would give it of of aim, if we would get back this mitzvah to Yaakov's side of things, and we would fight to be machaz and give it of aim, we would be able to end the Geula. And that's why, by the way, the Yitzhara makes it so difficult, because he realizes the stake. It's like almost when you go to a building site, the more signs you see, the more dangerous the building site is. It's the same thing over here. The more things we're seeing about Kibbut Avain, the more dangerous it is, and the more the Yetzirah fights it to make sure that you don't do it. And obviously the biggest and most first step that we can do is to just learn the halachas. Just to learn the halachas, like the Chofetz Chaim, as we mentioned, if we don't learn it, we'll never know it, and it's not Negea, which is why it is so, so, so important. Let me just move on to a couple of things. Let me know, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. It's already late. I want to end. I want to end with one story. Okay, one end with one story. Incredible story. It's an incredible story. It's a true story. Unbelievable, Maisa. Listen to this story. It's just incredible. This story happened. The year was 1938. That was the year. And there were two Yidden. One called Shmaya and Rini Reichman. Now, Shmaya and Rini Reichman were planning the celebration for the Bar Mitzvah 
of their oldest son. This was incredible. Their first son, their oldest son, his name is Eli or Edward Reichman. Now the Reichman, as we know, had established themselves in the world as one of the most respected and wealthy families, especially where they lived. They lived in Vienna at the time. And the entire city of Vienna was looking forward to this Bar Mitzvah celebration. They were looking forward to have this incredible celebration, which they knew would be the celebration of a lifetime. And they were very excited. And this is the richest family over there. They took one of the nicest halls and they took the hotels for all the guests. And it started to get the preparations were, were, were really, really revving up. It was incredible. The Reichmans were also expecting a very, very hosh of a guest. And that was the Pupa Rebbe. Rabbi Yaku Greenwell's at Selt. The Pupa Rebbe would often visit Vienna and he would go there for medical reasons, whatever. There was a hospital there, there were doctors there. And the Rebbe normally stayed in the house of the Reichmans. Now, he had established a tremendous Kesha with the parents, but he also established a tremendous Kesha with the Bacha, the Bamitzel boy, who used to walk the Rebbe to and fro shul. And the son, the Bamitzel boy, who was becoming Bamitzel in a couple of weeks, had basically um, invited the Rebbe, you know, before the Bamitzel happened, he invited the Rebbe, Rebbe, would you come to my Bamitzel? And the Rebbe said, sure, of course I'll come to your Mitzvah. Mitzvah Shem, send me an invitation, I'll try the best I do. I'll try to come. So can you imagine the Pupa Rebbe was coming? This was the wealthiest family in Vienna. Everyone was excited for the Bar Mitzvah of the century. Now the year again, as we said, was 1938. Not many families were Zoycha to have the private telephone in their own home. The Reichmans were one of the fortunate ones that did. Right? They're very successful in whatever it is, and they had a, a, the need and they had the means to afford a telephone. Now... A few days before the Simcha, Mamish, a few days before the Bar Mitzvah, the family received a very urgent call. They were informed that Bar Mitzvah boy's grandfather, Rabbi David Reichman, who was the, he was the Rosh Hamishpacha. He lived in Belit, in a small little village in Hungary, and he suffered a terrible stroke, a very serious stroke. He was unable to travel to Vienna. They didn't know what to do. I mean, apart from the fact that, you know, he's, he's ill, but what are we doing with this bar mitzvah? I mean, they can't go on and make a bar mitzvah without the grandfather, who is the head of the whole family. What should they do? Should they cancel it? They, should they, should they, should they, what, should, what, what should they do? They didn't know what to do. So Eli's father, the bar mitzvah's father, Shmaya, decided to make a decision. There is no way we are making this bar mitzvah without my father, without the grandfather, the bar mitzvah boy. Not happening. I'm cancelling it. Without any moment hesitation, Mr. Reichman called the hall and the caterer and the photographer and the florist and the everyone. I'm cancelling the event. All the guests were notified. The hotels were cancelled. He even contacted the Pupa Rebbe and he told them, please don't come because this is something that we're cancelled and it's not again. Now, they went to travel to where the father lived. They, 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 they basically, the father, the mother, and the Bar Mitzvah boy, and a couple of other brothers and sisters, went to the little Hungarian village of Belet, where the father was basically comfortably trying to recuperate after the stroke. They arrived a few days early, and instead of the huge, unbelievable event that they were going to have in a tremendous Vienna you know, ballroom, Eli Reichman celebrated his Bar Mitzvah in a little shtibel in Belet, where his grandfather davened, in a very little modest way. They made a small little suda, but it was in presence of their grandfather, and for them, that's all it was. That's all the father wanted to do to celebrate the bar mitzvah of his older son with his father. Rabbi Isai, this took place on March the 12th, 1938. The same day that the Nazis in Machshemam, unopposed, entered Austria, and they started pogroms all over the streets of Vienna. Sunday morning, after the Shabbos Bar Mitzvah celebration, Shmaier Reichman decided, I want to check in on the family. So again, he had a private line. He called 
and he wanted to see the non-immediate family that were home, is everything okay? So he called up and he spoke to uh, the, one of the people and the maids in the home, a guy who wanted to relay the information and say, yeah, Baruch Hashem, everyone is okay. And she said, right before he hung up, he said, oh, by the way, Mr. Reichman, uh, you had some visitors last night. He said, visitors? What visitors did I have? Maybe some of the guests showed up and they weren't mental show. Maybe they didn't know we cancelled it. So she paused for a moment and she said, Mr. Reichman, it was the Gestapo. A group of the German agents came in looking for you and your family. And they left very, very upset when you weren't in the country. Could you imagine? Mr. Reichman found out that the Nazis in Shimon had started to round up before anyone else all the wealthy and prominent members of the Vienna Jewish community on that Motzah Shabbos. Had they had caught him and his family, who knows if anyone would have heard of him ever again. And why was he saved? Because of the Mitzvah Kibbutz of Aim. Because he understood what it means, what to do when your father needs you. And that's an amazing chizik for all of ourselves. Be'ezah Hashem, tomorrow we're going to start our lochas. Now that we know the godless of this incredible mitzvah, now we're going to Be'ezah Hashem tomorrow, we will start the halachas. Join us, remember, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning in America. Join us then, Be'ezah Hashem.